Christian greetings to you, brothers and sisters all over the world. I'm back again with another portion of the word from Yahweh himself, empowered by his Holy Spirit. The word today is entitled, Have you seen Timothy? Have you seen Timothy? I'm talking about Paul and his relationship with Timothy, young Timothy who was converted into the gospel, into the ministry by Paul. Paul played a very important part in young Timothy's life. But why am I bringing this message? Have you seen Timothy? Well, if you would listen to the podcast that I uploaded named Oh Johnny, you would recognize that I was lamenting about the young men in our society, the young men all over the world who are dying because they're being caught up in all sorts of illegal activities and crime, grew up in church and backslided and gone out into the world with friends and gangs and dying, dying, so much of them are dying all over the world. And that was a plea for all the Johnnies, the young men who are out there just going wayward and walking away from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, walking away from the God of their childhood. So now I'm coming with, have you seen Timothy? It will do you well to play that podcast if you have not played it. I've played it many times because whenever I do these recordings, I listen to them. And they are a blessing to me. Sometimes I can only say it is Yahweh who is inspiring me, uh, impressing upon my mind and my heart what to present. And every time I bring the word to you, brothers and sisters, it is coming to you with a genuine heart and concern for your salvation. So today's word once again is, have you seen Timothy? We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel, my brothers and my sisters. Friends, welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look at this important word today, the relationship between a senior member of the church of Yahweh, a pastor, to a young follower of Yeshua. I pray, Yahweh, that you will impress upon the hearts and minds of the senior elders in the church, the senior members to befriend, to adopt a young brother, a young man in the church as their own son, spiritual son, that they may save the souls of these whose candles are being taken out by the enemy. So I pray, Father in heaven, that this word would be a source of encouragement to us all. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Have you seen Timothy? You see, Paul was a man who had no children of his own. And Paul adopted young Timothy. Paul was very affectionate towards Timothy. He nurtured Timothy in the spirit. He nurtured Timothy in the faith. And Timothy grew, and he grew so strong in the word and as a young minister of the gospel that Paul himself was able to send Timothy on missions to other churches to bring warning to them and to encourage them. And that is why he said in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 1 to 14, Paul an apostle of Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, 
by the will of Yahweh in keeping with the promise of life that is in Yeshua Hamashiach to Timothy, my dear son. Grace, mercy, and peace from Yahweh the Father and Yeshua our Messiah. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 2. It says here, Unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from Yahweh our Father and Yeshua Hamashiach our Master. And when Paul says, my own son in the faith, Timothy was converted to the gospel by the instrumentality of Paul and was regarded by him with the affection of a father. And Paul, who had no children, he adopted Timothy as a son and uniformly regarded and treated him as such, likewise with Titus. Paul, in grooming Timothy, told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto Yahweh, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's the King James Version. This is how it sounds from the New International Version. Do your best to present yourself to Yahweh as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. This is sound encouragement, sound advice to a young minister in the gospel. Coming from a veteran such as Paul, telling Timothy, present yourself to Yahweh as one approved. Look like you are approved. Look like you are called of Yahweh. Look like you have the spirit of Yahweh in you, a worker who does not need to be ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed of presenting the gospel. You don't need to be ashamed or bashful about presenting the word. You handle the word with truth. Handle the word well as if you know the word. Study the word. Keep the word foremost in your mind in your heart. Live the word so that the word will come forth with power and clarity and conviction in your ministry, Timothy. This is what Paul is saying to Timothy. And Paul continues in verse 3. I thank Yahweh whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers recalling your tears I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. This is a deep relationship that Paul has with Timothy. Brothers and sisters, I am appealing to the older gentlemen, the older brothers in the church to find a son, find a spiritual son and adopt that young man as your own. Nurture that young man. Don't allow them to go out into the world and die and go into a Christless grave. Don't let them die a lost soul. Seek out these young men. They have potential. Yahweh called the young. He called them who are young because he knows that they can do a lot for him. He is calling the young men and the young women out there. Find someone in the church. Find some young man and tell them that you love them. Tell them that you are praying with them and pray for them. Pray with them. Invite them home to you. Show them how to pray. Teach them how to read the scriptures. Show them all these things because the devil is finding work for idle hands, my brothers and sisters. Paul understood the impact that the young man, the young minister, will have in the gospel and spreading the gospel. And one writer says that with such an army of workers as our youth, rightly trained, might furnish 
how soon the message of a crucified, risen and soon coming Savior might be carried to the whole world. How soon might the end come? Satan knows that the young people has the energy, the zeal, the fortitude to present the gospel fearlessly. And he's taking them out. He's luring them out into the world, into crime, drugs, gambling, into sexual immorality. My brothers and my sisters, Satan is marketing the world as something to be desired. But on the other hand, Yahweh is saying in his word, But seek ye first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Whatsoever your heart desires in accordance with Yahweh's will, he will give it to you, young man and young woman. So Satan is trying to take out all of the young men. He wants to take out all of the Johnnies. He wants to take out all of the Timothys. He wants to take out all of the Marys, brothers and sisters. God, the young people, encourage them, pray with them, put your arms around them, let them see that you genuinely care about them because they are going out into the world to use their, their strength, their youthfulness, their energy, their, their drive, their passion into the wrong things. Tear them back into the word. Tear them back into the kingdom of Yahweh. For Satan is taking them out in great numbers, in alarming numbers, in so much that the young women are saying that there aren't enough young men around. And, but that is not an excuse for the young women to be going with one another with this lesbian movement. Young men, you are going extinct soon. There are soon no young men of a particular age in the world. Yahweh is calling you young man have you seen timothy paul said he recalled the tears of timothy and that he longed to see timothy so that his joy may be filled this is the parental longing that paul has for timothy who he raised as his spiritual son this comradeship of both younger and older co-workers in the gospel in the ministry is a model relationship for all pastors and ministerial interns to emulate you see somehow i don't know what is happening with the pastors paul was a pastor paul nurtured timothy and titus paul gave sound advice to timothy in so much that when pastors are being ordained the older pastor who is presiding over the service would use the charge that Paul gave to Timothy would use Timothy as an example but I want to know what is happening today with the pastors in the church the pastors where are you pastors pastors you are missing in the lives of the young people in the church do not only leave it up to the the youth leaders or the elders or, or whomsoever other ministry but pastors you are to make yourself felt you are to make your presence felt in the body of Yahweh you are the under shepherd pastors you have a high calling and a high responsibility to nurture the sheep seek the sheep out brothers and sisters those of you who are senior in the church mature spiritually seek out the young men seek out the timothys seek out the titus seek out the johnnies and the marys and bring them under your wings for you and i we have to be responsible we will be held responsible by yahweh when and he shall come. I am giving you a sound warning. 
Paul says, I am reminded of your sincere faith. He's telling Timothy, Timothy, I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now lives in you also. You see, Timothy's father was a Greek and his mother was a Jewish. She believed in Yahweh. She believed in Yeshua, the son of Yahweh. She believed that he came into the world from Yahweh, the father above. And he came to do his father's will and die on a cruel cross, died and was buried and resurrected and is in heaven. She believed all this and she taught Timothy. However, Timothy's father, being a Greek, a heathen man did not believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, did not believe in what Paul believed in, nor what he was teaching Timothy. And he probably died while Timothy was a young man, and Paul took Timothy under his wing. This is another issue. There's a lot of people in the churches around, a lot of young people whose parents have died, and they are left to the ravages of the wolves. They go out into the world and they die out there. But we are in the church singing, we are marching to Zion. Come we that love the Lord and let our joys be known. Come we that love the Lord and let our joys be known. We are marching, marching to Zion. Heavenly, heavenly Zion, the beautiful city of Yahweh. My brother and sisters, you cannot march to Zion and leave the young people out there. You cannot go to heaven singing, I'm marching to Zion and the young Johnnies are going out and marching to hell that's not going to happen in Yahweh's book I'm bringing a hard word and I'm preaching to myself also so you see here Timothy's grandmother and his mother were Christians but his father was not a Christian we need some fathers in the church who are going to be fathers to their children and teach them about Yahweh this is what the scripture is saying here, how parents are to raise their children. And no doubt that Timothy's mother and his grandmother taught him about this particular scripture here in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4 to 9. This is a very crucial part in raising your children to love Yahweh. Hear, O Israel. Yahweh our Elohim is one, and thou shalt love Yahweh thy Elohim with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. Brothers and sisters, this is how you are supposed to raise your children. You are to tell them about Yahweh. They must grow with this from a tender age because the scripture says, train up a child in the way that he should go and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Even if the child would go out into the world for a season, the child will always remember what you taught him, what you taught her. 
That child will remember, just like the prodigal son, he was taught about Yahweh. He was told about the creator of heaven and earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And though he was out into a far country and had left his father's house and squandered the money, squandered his substance in riotous living, when he was in the pig pen and looked at the food that the pig was going to eat or that the pig was eating, he said, I will now arise and go to my father because my father has hired servants and I will tell him to make me as one of his hired servants. So this young man, the prodigal son, remembered what his father and his mother taught him. The word came back to him and guided him back home. If there's no word in the children when they are out in the world, what would be there to help bring them back in? What will they rely on when they're in trouble? They will go to their friends. They will smoke drugs. They will drink alcohol. They will partake in all sorts of criminal activity and gangs to feel love, to feel a part of something. Brothers and sisters, let us instill this in the hearts and minds of our children. Inculcate it into their hearts. Condition them for the world that we are living in is a cruel world and Satan is playing for keeps. He wants the minds of the young people. He has the control of the minds of the young people because... They are not being taught of Yahweh and his son, Yeshua. Brothers and sisters, Lois and Eunice, these two women in Timothy's life played a very important role in his upbringing. These two women raised this man. And this goes to a lot of women out there who believe because they are single parents that they cannot raise their boy children to love Yahweh and to fit in in society as a model citizen. That is the furthest thing from the truth. It is a big lie and it's a disappointment on the women. It's a serious indictment on any single mother out there who are saying that they cannot raise their sons well or teach them about the love of Yahweh. Single mothers, you can raise your children. And yes, the brothers and sisters in the church are to give you a hand, as Paul did by taking Timothy under his wings. Paul goes on to say in verse 6, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of Yahweh, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. The gift of Yahweh that was given to him, the Holy Spirit, the zeal, courage, the, the passion. Paul is telling Timothy, listen to me, fan that flame, fan it that it may grow, grow stronger in the faith, grow stronger in the love of Yahweh, in the love of spiritual things. Timothy, don't let that flame go out. Fan that flame, Timothy. Let it grow and engulf you. Let that flame consume you, Timothy. This is the coaching that Paul gave to Timothy. Pastors, have you seen Timothy? Church members, have you seen Timothy? When you nurture them right, when you give them good counsel, when you show them love, when you tell them you believe in them, when you pray with them and for them, when you do not chastise them because they make a mistake, when you counsel them with love, brothers and sisters, these young people, these young men who are going extinct, I am putting it graphically because yes, the devil is taking them out. Look at the prisons. Look at the prisons around the world, especially in the United States of America. 
America. How many of our black young men are there? How many of our young sons are there in the prisons? How many of them are in the jail? How many of them are in the grave? Their candles are being blown out every day. Tens and thousands of our young people are dying all over the world. So brothers and sisters, go and talk to the young people. Meet them where they are. Win their confidence. Show them that you care about them. Let us show them that we care about them. Because you see, the drug pusher out there is going to tell them that he can make them happy. He can give them what they want. He can make them feel as if they belong. And the drug pusher is going to indoctrinate them into this life. A life which will only lead to death, to perdition, to damnation, to eternal death. Brothers and sisters, have you seen Timothy? And verse 7 is saying, For the Spirit of Yahweh does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Paul continues to tell Timothy, by his experience and his own relationship with Yahweh and his own work in the gospel and in the ministry, Paul, a senior minister of the gospel, he is telling Timothy, for the spirit Yahweh gives us does not make us timid. Yahweh does not call us to be timid. Yahweh does not call us to be powerless. But he gives us power. He gives us love. He gives us a sound mind. Yes, man. Yahweh is not calling us to be coward or timid. Because in Revelation, it is said that the fearful and the unbelieving will not make it into Yahweh's kingdom. Paul is saying here, so do not be ashamed of the testimony about our master or of me his prisoner don't be ashamed because i'm a prisoner don't be ashamed because i'm in chains in prison for it is because of my love for the gospel and Yahweh calling me to ministry that I am in prison, that I have these literal chains on me. So don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed that I am arrested and I'm in prison. And don't be afraid or ashamed to present the gospel, Timothy. But Paul is saying here, rather join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of Yahweh. This is encouraging word. Young people, yes, when you take up the mantle and you take up your cross to follow Yeshua, to follow Jesus Christ, let me tell you something. Even though you die for the gospel, even though they knock you about and they throw you into prison, they take your head off or they execute you in the time that is coming upon the world soon though you die for him the scripture says when you lay down your life for him you will find it but if you try to save your life you will lose it brothers and sisters stand up for Yahweh stand up for God Almighty stand up for Jesus Christ his son Yeshua Hamashiach because he will be with you even unto the end he will give you the power and the boldness to look at the executioner in his face and say I forgive you. I forgive you. And he goes on saying that he has saved us and called us to a holy life. Yahweh has saved. Yeshua has saved him, has saved Timothy to call him, to call them to a holy life. If you are serving Yahweh, if you are ministering in the things of Yahweh, if you are, if you are presenting the sacred oracles of Yahweh, you have got to be holy young people you have got to purpose within yourself to live a holy life for you have got to be holy even as your father in heaven is holy 
And Paul is telling Timothy here, not because of anything that you have done or that I have done in verse 9, but because of his own purpose and grace, but because of Yahweh's own purpose for you, for your life and his grace in your life to keep you and to preserve you. This is what it is. It's not about what we have done, Timothy. It's not about what you have done or what you can do. It's about the grace and the love of Yahweh working in and through your life. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Yeshua Hamashiach, who has destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. This is the gospel that Paul has taught or encouraged Timothy to live by and to preach to the world. Paul was preaching the gospel. Paul was beaten several times. Paul was thrown in prison and Paul was beheaded for the gospel. And though Paul knew he was to be executed soon, he still gave Timothy sound advice, charged Timothy to live by the gospel, to not be afraid of the gospel, not be ashamed of the gospel, and not be ashamed or afraid to die for the gospel's sake. And Paul says in verse 12, That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame. Because I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard that which I have entrusted to him until that day. Paul is saying, hey, Timothy, I am suffering as I am because of the gospel. I have no cause for shame. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Oh, no, because I know whom I have believed. And I'm convinced that Yahweh, that his son, is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Paul entrusted his faith, his hope, his life, his calling unto Yahweh that he will have eternal life and immortality on that day when Yahweh shall come. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of Yahweh that brings salvation to everyone who believe, first to the Jew and then the Gentile. And in conclusion, Paul says, What you heard from me, keep as the pattern of sound teaching, with faith and love in Yeshua HaMashiach, Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Ghost who lives in us. Paul gave sound advice to Timothy to guard that which was entrusted to him. The oracles of the gospel, the Holy Spirit that Yahweh imparted into him. Guard this word, guard the oracles, the gospel of salvation. Paul is saying that dunamis power that Yahweh gave to you from a youth, what you have been given by the laying on of hands. Paul is saying, guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us because we cannot by our own selves, we cannot by our strength fight the good fight. We cannot. We need Yahweh's Holy Spirit to keep us anchored and rooted deeply in the love of Yahweh. This is my word to you today, brothers and sisters. Have you seen Timothy? Heavenly Father, today your word is one that is stirring, one that challenges us to love the young people, to seek out the young men in the church and to bring them under our wing as Paul did with Timothy and even Titus. 
that we will tell them that we love them and that we care about them. We will help them, O oh Father in heaven, to make it into the kingdom because Satan has sent his messengers who will come as an angel of light telling them that they care about these young people but lead them in the wrong direction and before they know it, their lights are cut out. So forgive us where we have fallen short, Yeshua. Forgive us for our shortcomings in this regard. I pray and help us to make amends by finding the young people in the church and surrounding them with our love so that they may see the love we have for them and that they will be saved as a result in your kingdom. This is my prayer in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. This broadcast has been a blessing to you. You can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown, Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601.